Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola y bienvenidos al episodio 62. Welcome to episode 62 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. In this episode of the podcast, I am answering a question that came in from one of the members of the Spanish Con Salsa community. She needed some help with some guidance on next steps with her Spanish, so I'm going to go through her question and also some of the advice that I gave her in hopes that it will help you as well if you're struggling still to find out your specific path to Spanish fluency. Now, before I get started with that, I just wanted to give a shout out to Jessica Taylor, who was on our episode last week. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. We got so much positive feedback. Um, we talked about learning Spanish through immersion and how traveling can really, really help jumpstart you to getting increased exposure to Spanish and sort of putting yourself in those situations that can be a little bit uncomfortable, but ultimately can push you to improve your uh, conversational fluency in Spanish. So we talked about an opportunity to attend an event that's coming up in May called Bachata Paradise. Now, if you are still interested, there are a few spaces still left now that rooms are booking up. Uh, but if you're interested in the festival, please check out bachataparadise.com. Uh, in 2020, the dates are going to be May 21st through 31st. If you're listening to this after May 2020, um, rest assured that the event will be taking place next year. So still check out the website 
if in fact uh, you're listening to this after May 2020. Um, but for those of you who are listening right now and uh, are thinking about going, please check out the website. I do have a special discount for you as well. Uh, there are four day, seven day, and 10 day packages. Um, and there's a discount code that I will link in the show notes page um, at learnspanishconsalsa.com forward slash six two. That's learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 62 for episode 62 of the podcast. Now, this event is a full immersive experience. It's taking place in Las Terrenas, Dominican Republic, which is in the northern part of the country. It is not Punta Cana, so it's not super, super uh, touristic location. Uh, but it is a nice small town that essentially the event is taking over the town. So this festival will be staying at a resort where you get authentic Dominican food. You get to interact with the people in the town. All of the events, uh, including beach parties, dance classes, concerts, excursions, everything is taking place throughout the entire area of Las Terrenas, so you're not confined just to an all-inclusive resort or a hotel. Uh, so if you're interested in uh, traveling and learning more about Dominican culture, more about bachata music, maybe even learning how to dance or improve your dance skills if you're already a dancer, uh, but make sure you check out uh, bachataparadise.com. I also want to give a listener shout out to Yvonne. Yvonne recently uh, started listening to the podcast. She recently subscribed and she sent us a message all about how much she is loving every episode. So thank you so much, Yvonne, uh, for reaching out. And she also left us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, she says, this podcast is amazing. Tamra's approach to language learning is engaging and fun. I have listened to almost all of them, sometimes several times. The wealth of information she shares and her guest speakers hit the mark every time. Keep up the great work, Tamara. So thank you so much for your feedback, Yvonne. And if you would like to leave a rating or review, make sure you click on the link in the description here uh, or within iTunes and leave a rating and review, hopefully a five-star review, but we'll take it <laughs> what we can get. I want your honest feedback. Uh, make sure you leave a rating and review on iTunes. Um, if you are getting something out of the podcast, it really helps other people uh, find the show and see uh, what you like about it, right? So uh, make sure you leave us a rating and review when you have the time. We really do appreciate it. So now let's get into the topic for today's episode. So I'm going to read a question that came in from Patricia, uh, and she has recently signed up uh, for the Spanish Consalsa membership, which is our private uh, community where we have uh, not only learning Spanish through music and courses, but also group coaching. So this is part of uh, what I do with the members of the community anytime they're feeling like I'm not sure what the next step is or what I should do going forward. So uh, Patricia sent in a message and she said, um, I feel like I'm at a standstill. I think I need some guidance. She said she signed up for italki uh, after watching a video about different ways to learn and practice Spanish. Um, and so if you're not familiar with that, italki is a platform I've talked about several times on the podcast uh, where you can actually go to um uh, request private lessons with different Spanish speakers from all over Latin America and the Spanish speaking world. Um, I will include a link in the show notes if you're interested in more information about italki. Uh, but anyway, so she signed up for italki and then she said, I would love to be conversational and I am working on my tenses as well. I love talking and meeting new people. I plan on traveling to Cuba and South America in the future. I usually study and practice Spanish Monday through Friday in the morning, and on the weekends, I watch Spanish shows and movies on Netflix. I listen to Spanish music daily as well, and also my phone is in Spanish. 
So it sounds like Patricia has plenty of exposure to Spanish and she has a pretty good routine set up. She's setting aside Monday through Friday mornings and even on the weekends, she's using some of her leisure time to listen to music in Spanish. Um, but there are a couple of things that she could do to improve. And if you noticed in her question um, or her message, there really were a lot of things that she mentioned, right? So we're going to break that down and give some specific advice on what to do when you're sort of at this space where you feel like you have some resources, but you don't know what to do next. Usually when you're at a standstill or you feel stuck, it's because you are overwhelmed. Just in this one message from Patricia, she mentioned several things she's trying to work on right now, several activities that she's trying out, as well as several places that she wants to visit. So this is important because the human brain has a limited ability to focus. So when you're not specific or if you have too many options, the brain's response is usually to shut down. And that is what results in this feeling of I'm stuck and I don't want to do next. You literally will freeze because it's really hard to see through all of that sort of uh, fog, right? To figure out what is the next step? What can I do? Because you're trying to think about and do everything at once. So how do we fix this problem? So I gave Patricia some advice and hopefully it'll help you as well if you feel like you're stuck or you're in a similar situation. Now, the first thing I would say, and this kind of goes across the board, if you're feeling stuck, you want to reconnect with your why. Okay, so what is the reason that you want to be fluent in Spanish? Do you want to connect with friends and family? Do you love to travel? Do you want to Uh, spruce up your resume so that you have better job opportunities in the future. Think about what it is that you want to do once you become fluent in Spanish. Uh, I often do this in my course, The Roadmap to Spanish Fluency, which really helps you go through step by step a personalized plan for becoming fluent in Spanish on your terms. I go through this exercise where I ask you to visualize what your life would be like if you were already fluent in Spanish. Right. So if I could wave a magic wand, try to sort of close your eyes and think about, well, what would your perfect day be like when you are bilingual? So if you kind of think about that, it'll kind of put you in this mindset of where you're trying to go. And the brain also loves pictures. So anytime you can visualize or come up with a clear idea of what your life will look like once you've achieved your goal, it'll really help start to propel you forward uh, towards meeting that goal and get you out of inaction. You know, sometimes we just need a little bit reminder of why we're doing this and what's really uh, what we really connect with about the Spanish language, whether it's people that we're connecting with, if it's family, um, having some of those specific people in mind, some of those specific places you want to visit. Having that vision really can help uh, just doing that get you unstuck if you're just sort of sitting around twiddling your thumbs like, oh, I kind of have lost my way. So that's always the first step. And that's the easiest and fastest way to sort of jumpstart your motivation to get you back into a flow with learning Spanish. Once you've done that reconnection, the second thing I would do is to set a clear goal. Now, Patricia mentions several different things, right? She wants to visit Cuba and she also wants to visit South America. Well, when your brain is trying to process that, it's not very specific. So Cuba is a specific country, yes, but South America is an entire continent. So if there's certain countries um, that Patricia would like to visit, it might be helpful to write them down, right? Sort of make a travel bucket list. And then you can pick one country. So where will my next trip be? 
So if my next trip is going to be to Cuba, then I can focus more on Cuban Spanish and consuming content from that country. So again, having the specificity of one thing to do as you set a goal will really, really help you move forward because your brain has a clear message that says, ah, we're going to Cuba next March. So we have uh, X amount of months to prepare for that trip. And then you can begin to fill in your activities as you're studying and dedicating time to Spanish with that intention in mind. So think about if you have an immediate goal that you can focus on, whether it's planning a trip uh, to a Spanish-speaking country or if there's a specific grammar topic that you struggle with. Um, now, Patricia mentioned and the several things that she's working on is that uh, she's also working on verb tenses. So my recommendation for verb tenses is to learn one verb tense at a time. Uh, if you want more details on uh, how to break that down, in episode 52, I actually talk more about specifically uh, the easiest way to learn Spanish grammar. And specifically uh, within that episode, I talk about some of the verb tenses. So I'll include a link to that in the show notes page as well. So that if you're looking at um, some more specific advice on how to approach learning verb tenses, uh, then you can get that in that episode. But for now, just kind of think about what is there one specific thing? Is it the past tense? Is it, you know, something like, well, I don't really know the difference between the imperfect and the perfect tense. Uh, is it indirect and direct objects? What is it that's tripping you up right now? Uh, that's usually a good way to identify a goal that you can focus on. But again, make it specific. So you don't want to say, I want to learn the past tense. You want to say something more specific like, you want to learn the preterite past tense or the imperfect past tense, or you want to learn regular verbs or irregular verbs, something a little bit more specific and manageable so that you can actually track when you meet that goal. Now, Patricia mentioned that she is also working on verb tenses, but her actual goal, if you listen to her message, is that she wants to become conversational. She really likes talking to people and meeting new people. So if that's you, and if you're more of an extroverted personality or you like to connect with people, then really the only way to do that is to begin practicing conversation. So you have to start somewhere. Uh, and it might sound simple, right? If you want to have conversations in Spanish, then you need to start having conversations in Spanish. Um, but I suggested that Patricia include some Spanish-speaking practice in her study routines. So if you're thinking you have no idea how to start a conversation in Spanish, then you can check out the Bulletproof Guide to Your First Spanish Conversation, and I'll include a link to that as well so you can download it at learnspanishconsalsa.com forward slash 62. Uh, but that guide actually goes through some of the most common questions that you will get asked during your first conversation in Spanish or the first time that you're meeting someone. Uh, so it's a great way to sort of help you script out some of your responses so that you can be prepared to have your first conversation in Spanish or your first confident conversation in Spanish. Uh, so again, check out that guide. It's completely free. I um, mean, you can download that um, on our show notes page. So this goal setting exercise, once you go through it, will help you focus your activities. In Patricia's case, she already has a pretty consistent language learning routine. She's studying Monday through Friday in the morning, and she's watching movies and shows in Spanish on the weekends. But the thing is, she's doing a little bit of everything, and she's sort of all over the place. So having one goal will really help her laser focus on what she needs to do to get conversational. 
So we've talked about reconnecting with your why, your reason for learning Spanish. We've talked about setting a specific goal. The next thing I would suggest to get out of a language learning rut is to do a language learning detox. Now, there are so many resources available for learning Spanish that it can be a little bit overwhelming just with the sheer amount of information that's out there um, and it can be hard to figure out where to start. So my first suggestion would be to take an app and course inventory. So what are all the apps you've downloaded and all of the courses that you signed up for since you started learning Spanish? So take sort of a, an audit of that if it helps you to sort of organize all the Spanish apps on your phone on one screen and take a screenshot of it. I'd love to see it. <laughs> you can post it in our Facebook group just so I can have an idea of how many apps do you actually have right now? How many courses have you already purchased? And are you actually using those apps and courses right now? So the first step in your language learning detox is to take an audit of all the resources you already have and use on a regular basis. Now, if your phone is cluttered with apps that you're not even using, then go ahead and delete it from your phone. Look at the last time you accessed the app. Many phones can tell you when is the last time you used an app and just, just begin to purge those things that are no longer serving you. So for example, if you downloaded a beginner course, um, but you've already completed it, get rid of it, right? It's not really helping you move forward. And one of the things that happens again is when you go to open your phone, if you have this intention that you're going to study Spanish today, and then you see, you know, 20 different apps, you know, you might get overwhelmed. Well, which one should I do next? Well, oh, I stopped uh, with this lesson here, but oh, look at that over there. Shiny new object. That looks interesting. Oh, here's a new topic and a new lesson in this course. So all of that crazy making one waste time uh, and two, it really prevents you from moving forward. So you might not even make a choice just because you have too many options and then you get distracted by Facebook or Instagram, you start doing something else. So really streamlining our screens and having um, our phone set up so that we only are paying attention to the things that we are focused on right now is super, super helpful. And remember, if you delete an app, you can always download it again. So it's not the end of the world, but we're trying to focus on one goal at a time. So anything that's not serving your current goal, Go ahead and hide it, uh, delete it, remove it from your home screen or your start your start screen on your phone or in your desktop if you're using a desktop or laptop. Make sure you're streamlining and getting rid of those things that you are no longer using. The next part of the detox is no more Googling language learning strategies or downloading new apps for the next seven days. So this is part of that detox, right? So you might be thinking every time I come up with a new thought, like, oh, maybe I want to go to Cuba. Let me look up some Cuban Spanish terms or, oh, I want to be conversational in Spanish, but I really don't know the past tense. So let me go Google something on that. Oh, and let me start a lesson on this. No, no, no. You're going to take seven days for the next week and no more looking for new strategies. In fact, if you're listening to this podcast and you find one thing useful from this episode, I suggest that you implement it over the next seven days. So every time you learn a new strategy, I want you to test it out. Binge listening and binge watching and binge reading about language learning can be gratifying and it can make us really feel like we're making progress because language learning is on the top of our minds. However, we're not really doing the things we need to do to get fluent. So part one of the detox is to delete all the apps that you're not using or at least remove them from your home screen. Uh, and part two of your detox is to take a seven day fast for language learning tips and tricks and implement 
what you know. And even after you complete the fast, if you set that rule for yourself that every time you learn something new, that you're going to test it out, or every time you listen to a podcast like this, or read an article or a blog post, or watch a YouTube video, that you're going to test out the strategy before you start looking for the next new thing. That will really, really help you stay focused and not get caught up on the next shiny new object that you see in your newsfeed. And that brings me to my fourth suggestion, which is to pick one thing to focus on this week. So as I just mentioned in the detox step, you really want to focus your attention on just one thing that you can actually complete over the next seven days. Of course, I suggest if you went through the goal setting exercise that you pick something related to your current goal. And the best way to do that is to just focus on one resource to use for this week, whether it's one of the apps that you didn't delete or a language learning program or course that you've already signed up for. Dedicate the next seven days to going through that material as it relates to your goal. This clarity will give you the momentum and energy that you need to move forward because your brain will now have something specific that it can focus on. Now, in Patricia's case, she said she's currently watching TV shows and movies and listening to music in Spanish, which is all great exposure. But I suggested that she add some conversation practice time into her study routine if her goal is to become conversational. Learning how to talk about one topic at a time can help you get comfortable with speaking Spanish in a variety of situations. So that was my suggestion for Patricia for her goal of becoming conversational in Spanish. You really want to incorporate those activities into your routine that speak directly to your goal. So the four steps to follow if you feel like you're in a rut or you're stuck with your Spanish and you don't know what to do next is one, reconnect with your why, two, set a clear goal, three, do a language learning detox or language learning fast if you'd like to call it that, and four, just pick one thing to focus on for the next seven days. And at the end of the week, make sure you take a look back on what you did and what worked and what didn't. I always like to think of treating language learning as an experiment. Anytime you learn about a new tactic or a strategy, put it into practice and see if it really works for you. And at the end of the week, reassess. And in the Spanish Consulsa membership, part of our group coaching is that we do have a weekly check-in where we touch base and we look at four specific questions about what happened over the past week and what will help us prepare for our next week of study. So that's an exercise that we do every week. And I suggest that you incorporate some sort of regular review into your Spanish learning routine, because quite frankly, it's really hard to tell if something worked if we never take a moment to actually look back and assess, did this work for me? Or is there something that I need to tweak when I plan my next set of study sessions? So Again, I hope this has been helpful. And if you are feeling like you're in a rut and you want some more information or you have a specific question, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. Uh, we're on Instagram at Learn Spanish Con Salsa. That's at Learn Spanish Con Salsa on Instagram. And we'll make sure that we answer your question. And also send me a DM if you got something from this episode that you are going to apply over the next seven days. I'd love to hear about your progress and to see how you're doing with getting out of your rut moving on to your next step towards Spanish fluency. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Remember, if you're interested in Bachata Paradise in May, make sure you check out bachataparadise.com. 
secure your space before all the rooms are gone. They are running out of space as we speak. So make sure if you're on the fence and you're thinking about it, at least get in your deposit to secure your spot so that you can join us in the beautiful Las Terrenas Dominican Republic this May. Um, and our discount codes, again, I will put on the show notes page, learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 62 if you're interested in coming with us and meeting up with us um, in the Spanish Con Salsa community. So that's it for me this week. As always, I hope something that you learned today can help you go one step closer from Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com. 